welcome to Aftermath Soiree. With Worm and JP, welcome, welcome to, to our, our new podcast. podcast. Thank you. Uh, welcome back to another episode with JP and Worm. Thank you. Thank you. So today we're going to hit a topic. Um, we call it Stop Being Blind. Now, what we refer to this is without a foundation, without soft data, we tend to maybe do the same, what would I call, um, make the same mistakes. So we're trying to identify as who you are or who you want to be in the next five or ten years. And then um, that would help you select the girl you, you're looking for. Right, JP? Like. I agree. I mean, um, I think a lot of the times we are driven emotionally to relationships where we should be driven by data, by facts. Um, a lot of the times our buddies, our family, our friends usually see something before we do and we're too <laughs> blind to notice it. Yes, yes. We, we, we hear them, but we don't do anything about it. Right, they, they they say these little things, in a in in a nice way, and and we laugh about it and go yeah yeah, and for one reason is either she's cute or this something is is making you blind. So the goal right now is, first I believe you need to really understand who do you want to be in the next couple of years, and in the later times too, like when you get old, right? So. How would you, where would we start, right? Where do you think we would start with this? I mean, I think for us, in, in, our, in my opinion, for us, now that we're older, now that we have um, careers, that we have a family that we had, uh, so we have children. And the aftermath. The aftermath, yeah. So yeah. for us, I think it's a little bit more tricky because when you're young, you understand both of you coming with nothing. So you're not really looking for much, and that's where the emotional-based relationships are based or are, are seen the most. When right. you're younger and neither one of you have anything to worry about, you have no children. So it's easy to get into that emotional phase of, yeah, I like her because she does X, Y, and Z. Right. Uh, whereas when we're older, like us, it's a little bit harder. We understand that we do have families. We, I mean, we have children. Um, and we're not just emotionally looking for a relationship because now you have mortgages. Now you have bills you have to deal with. So responsibility. Exactly. Huh? Now you're, now you're what they call adulting. Adulting. Yeah. That's right. So now you have to figure it out. Um, so you have to figure out what do you want from a person? Well, in the adulting, right? Adds stress to life, right? So it, it could be you're, you're a very happy guy and energetic and, the, the, the stress of certain things could weigh you down. Yeah. So having someone that understands it and, and lends you a hand here and there can be helpful, right? Like a partner. It is. And I, I think once you understand what you want from that partner, yeah. um, then you're going to be on a better way of finding somebody that's going to be more suitable to you and somebody that's going to be you're going to be more suitable for. Right. Meaning that everything we do, no matter whether it's good or bad, there's consequences. That's just the way it is. In, in a dating relationship, especially for men, older men always want somebody young, pretty, and that comes with consequences because if they're young and pretty and they don't have a job, 
you're paying for everything. So financially, you're going to be responsible for that. Whereas if you find somebody that is maybe a little bit older or has a, a career, is financially stable, well, yeah, that's good. But if they're workaholics, now you guys are diminishing time with each other. Yeah. Again, the consequences. So so the idea is, is to understand what you want. Like, if you're a guy that just comes home, likes to watch sports and some movies, and you stay in your house and maintain your car or something, and not go out as much, you know, vacations, concerts, or stuff like that, then finding somebody um, like that is important. And so, but in the other hand, if you find somebody that does want to be more going out, hanging out, going to, you know, concerts, visiting new places, then they have to have the money and the time, right? I think you just have to find a happy medium. If you're going to financially be responsible for everything, understand that they're not going to put any financial backing into it. Right. And that's what you picked. That's what you wanted. That's somebody that you chose whether it was emotionally or physically because of the way they look, mm-hmm. that's somebody you decided to choose. And that's why we're here. We went through some of these things ourselves, and we're just trying to give people the opportunity to understand what what's out there and what you need for when you decide to get into a relationship. What is it that you're looking for in a relationship? Yes. And so I'm going to take a step back and say that you having a foundation is is going to be a key to this but we first have to start in defining who we want to be and and i say is we need to be a man an alpha right and not like a lot of people talk about all oh, the alpha making millions of dollars and having businesses that, and stuff that's like. i want to say like very few percentage of right. men out there and, and the alpha i'm talking about is just you taking control of your life and then just being a better version of yourself right exactly so so you go and you're like, okay, where am I at work? I'm going to just improve and, you know, move up in work. Where am I, you know, health-wise? Like, let me exercise a little bit more and be a better version of myself that I could be, right? Um, and we're not talking about masculinity or, or being the alpha in the, in, in the propaganda type of way. You know, there's so many things right now with this, how you feel, how do you identify? You know yeah. what? We're... We're from a generation where we knew who a man was and we knew who a woman was. And it comes down to if you're a man, there's certain things that you have to do to right. provide not only for yourself, but for your family or for your loved one. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to be going out there and pounding your chest, do all that other crazy stuff. Right. I'm just telling you that for you to be an alpha, you have, like Ernie, like Big Worm said, you have to be able to take control of yourself. And be a better version of yourself. If you're a person right now that can't make a decision, is probably not looking uh, to get a better job or promote or do anything, you're not really being an alpha. Mm-hmm. And in a relationship, it works the same way. If you're not the one making the proper moves to better both of yourselves, then how are you being the alpha? Yes, yes. And a simple term we tend to use is don't be a little bitch, right? And I agree. And, and so the idea is, you know, take accountability of who you are right now and start laying a foundation or, or a step-by-step of what you're going to improve. Because the version you are now, it's good, but let's get better. 
right? Let, let, let's put some effort into, you know, looking to the future and, and adding some more value to us because the more valuable we are, the better we're going to feel. The more alpha we're, we are, that means learn to make decisions. And, and guess what? Not every decision is going to be a home run. Yeah. It's just it, you take it with the good and the bad, right? Exactly. I think you're going to learn from those mistakes. And, and if you're not learning from those mistakes, you're going to keep committing those mistakes. Um, and I think that, that's important in what you said was that who are you? Yes. How do you identify yourself? How do you value yourself? If you're going to go up against several guys to pick one woman, how are you valuing yourself? If that woman is willing to consider several guys and you're in the in the lineup, then if you really want that person, fight for her. If you don't, then move on. But don't dwell over it and say, oh, well, it's because X, Y, and Z. No, don't make excuses. So it, we're, uh, we have to be above that. that. Stop making excuses. If you're... If you're just infatuated with somebody because of the way they look, yeah, what yeah. value are you bringing to yourself and what value are you bringing to them? And at that moment, in that example, you've already devaluated yourself. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of the manhood is like that one we lost. And you take it like a man, move on, but learn from it, right? Exactly. And, and, and you be persistent, but in the right way, not in the cheesy i need you i love you type of yeah, way that's creeper it's status. like hey i'm here i'll meet you halfway this is what i can provide and give you and if they don't want it then hey it's it, it was a try exactly right? so and don't give up because you know don't quote me on this but it, my understanding is there is more men than there is women especially it, nowadays huh? exactly <laughs> with the way that people identify you never know but what what it comes down to is this if you value yourself highly then you're gonna see what you're gonna gain meaning that you're gonna start looking for high value people yourself mm -hmm. and if you value yourself that much you're gonna see it in you there, people are gonna see it in you the way you walk the way you talk the way you act they're gonna just see how valuable you are because you have that attitude yes and and it's, I know it sounds like a cliche, but, you know, I believe you start off with at least something consistent. And, like, the easiest is, like, working out or having your house clean, right? The idea is that it's consistent and it's something that makes you feel good at the end of the day. And we're not saying it's easy. We've never no. said one bit it was easy because no. everything we have to do or everything we do is, is hard. Yeah, I understand coming home from a long day of work and having to get home and clean or cook and, and do everything else. You know, I, I live alone, yeah, yeah. so I don't have that luxury of having somebody here and say, oh, I'm going to cook, I'm going to clean, I'm going to wash. It's It comes down on me. So if I don't do it, I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to have clean clothes. I'm not going to have a clean house. So I, I stay consistent with that because I know that I value myself that much. Yeah, I know what I'm worth. So if I'm going to have somebody in my life, I want them to say or see the same thing that I'm seeing. And it, and it shows when someone comes to your house and they go, oh, and, and it makes you feel good. That's kind of the idea is get something consistent that makes you feel good, feel good. And then just keep improving on yourself. Right. Um, so that would be the foundation I was I was talking about. Now, how do we go moving forward to finding what we want? Right. That's the hard part because, again, 
a lot of the times as men, we get uh, emotionally, it's, well, I wouldn't say emotionally. Let me rephrase it. I would say more physically based. Right. Okay. And so before we even move forward to that, let's just take a, a quick spe- uh, quick check on our past so we can learn from it and not be blind, right? Exactly. So the things um, I learned from my ex or the, the, the last few um, dating is you, you do need to know what you want, right? So you find people that do may, maybe party more. You find other people that party less. So the idea is, okay, you got to learn from them. So from my ex, what I learned is they, they got to really enjoy my friends because I spend a good amount of time with them. And we like a certain kind of music. We do certain things, maybe just sit there and talk. But the idea is like they need to be comfortable around that, right? They do because, and we mentioned it in the last episode, I think they're they're going to be your base of how they're going to, how they see the relationship going because our friends and our family know who we are. Mm-hmm. They've seen us most of our lives and they know how we act. Yeah. And they also know when we're acting fake or when we're acting real. Yeah. So when we're putting on a front, they'll tell us, like, why are you acting that way? Why are you all of a sudden doing X, Y, and Z? Because that's not something we normally do. And it's not to say we can't change for somebody. Yeah. But if that's not who we are, why are we changing for somebody? Yes. So they, they love to call your bullshit out. They're really good at that. If they're good friends, they do they do a real exactly. good job. Only only good friends will do that for you. And and so look at look back in your past a little, learn from it, learn your tendencies, and and understand them so that we're not blind moving forward, right? Because uh, a tendency that I have is yeah, I, I get you know physically attracted to a girl, their smile, their eyes, or something. It is and uh-huh. your and, smiles, uh-huh. yeah, sure, okay. <laughs> And and so then that affects what you do, right? And you know, especially if the sex is good, right? You're like, oh, come on, that's and and so don't be blinded by that, right? I wouldn't say don't be blinded by it. I would say just understand it. Yeah, be be cautious (laughs) because that you're going down a a rabbit hole. You probably are not going to get out of anytime soon. Yeah. If if it's like you said, the sex is that good, and you really aren't getting along with them, or they're not getting along with you, but you know something is is good. Yeah. Um. That's not everything. That's what we're trying to say. Yeah. That it. That's not everything in life because after you guys decide to make it more serious, after you guys decide to get into something, um, very. Right. Let's just put it in layman's words. You guys decide to move in or get married. Yeah. What happens then? Did you guys even talk about the financial responsibility either one of you Ooh. are going to have? Did you talk about if you do have children, especially for older guys yeah, yeah. that have children, uh, Do you, what happens to those children? Like, are they moving in with you or are they going to move in? Like, what, those are all questions you should be asking. But sometimes you don't ask that because, like you said, the sex is good. The partying is good. The drinking is good. And she yeah. is fine as fuck. Yeah. And and if you haven't asked those questions, then deep down inside, you know, there's some issues. Exactly. You know? Again, those, that's the soft data that we're talking yes. about. And, and that, that turns into facts. 
once you actually start asking questions. And that's where that communication talks comes in because we've talked about this. Yeah. Some of the foundations that you have, uh, what are they? Like, what, I mean, it just doesn't have to be family and friends and, and religion. It has to be something that's going to be fruitful for you too. communication. Yeah. If, if that's something important to you to communicate, then maybe that should be part of your foundation. The communication and um, like you said, the finances, I think was it's has how to me, it's always been a key in dating and marriage and stuff like that. Usually the, the guy, you know, because of the alpha male we're talking about when you're dating, you're paying more of them going out in that. And it might have changed in, in nowadays. But what I'm saying is as an alpha, that's how you, you approach it. Right. And then, but that's where it gets so skewed because here we are talking about alphas and don't get me wrong. I, I like to be a fucking alpha, right? but there's a lot of women out there nowadays that are considered boss, boss bitches. Is that what they call them? Or, or the yeah. ones that are actually have, mm-hmm. they make money yeah, they, yeah. that are career orientated and, and actually have a financial stability, but then they demasculate you they yeah. they want to make you less because now they're making the money and now they're they're being the provider and that's right. all good right. nobody's saying you shouldn't do that nobody's saying you shouldn't be that person yeah, yeah. what we're saying is if that's what you want go for that but mm-hmm. if that's not what you want understand that what you're looking for should be mirroring who you are meaning yeah. your values who you are in front of your friends, who you are in front of your family, and who you are overall. Right. Oh, and that is true. So that's why you the way I look at it, if if I want to be an alpha male, so then I would tend to pay for it, you know, especially at the beginning, right? If she was a girl that that, that did have money and, and brought her own, then we can then figure out later, you know, she can pay here, I can pay there. That that's fine, but at first, right? You're laying down that foundation. Is who do I want to be? Now let yeah. let me ask you something because I, I've heard this time and time again. Because you've been on these dating apps, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't, and I've heard about how this happens where women will get on these dating apps just to go out and eat and not oh. pay for anything. Here, here we are being the alpha man. Yeah, yeah. Or the alpha male, and these women are just uh, using and abusing that to go out and get a free meal when they know they're not interested. So you're calling me a sucker. Is that what you're saying? No, no. I'm asking, yeah. is, is that true in the dating realm? Well, it, it is. The, as far as it goes in online. It, it is true. I've seen stuff online. But here's the soft data, too. It's like, it, if you if you never attracted a 10, and you're getting hit up by 10s, and then they don't hit you back after the lunch, that, that was a free lunch. That That's on me because I'm not looking at the data and going, this seems a little weird, right? Yeah. If she's that hot and interested, I, I might have to change my alpha and go, whoa, let's pay for half, right? Because this, this does... <laughs> see, this this is a learning thing. I, I love being an alpha, but I'm not also dumb, right? Exactly. So if something seems to, you know, too good, then I got to test it out before. That is true. And, and that's something I'd be like, hey, if she's really interested, let's go half on this meal. Have you ever had on one of your dates somebody pay for you? Or have you been the alpha the whole time? 
No, there's there's um there's been two times where the, the girl offers, which is nice. But right? they haven't paid. Well, because the alpha, right, you know, end up paying it. I mean, so I've never I, tested it. I think it. we if we're really going with the alpha mentality, then the alpha mentality of back then, back in the day that we lived in and we grew up in is that men should provide and do everything and the woman stays at the house and right. the woman listens. But let's be realistic. We don't live in that world anymore. We That's far from gone. Now we have women that don't mind pain, which is okay. Yeah. Uh, we have men that don't want to pay, which again, that, that's okay. And then we have women that are out there freely doing whatever they want. And then there's men out there, which that, that's always happened, where they've been out there and doing freely whatever they want. So, I mean, I don't think we're, we're living in, in a world of the past. We're living in the world of the future where we have to understand the changes that are coming, the changes that are here, and how to adapt to them. What, and, and that's kind of what I was trying to explain when she's hot. I would also use my brains to figure what I want to do, right? But but here's the thing: Would you show up, you know, dressed in shorts? Probably not to well, a first date. That's not going to be but, a good but impression. Why? It just for me, for yeah. me personally, impression would be a good thing. So, so see, no matter what it is, the old stuff still kind of works, right? So oh yeah, you always give the the. It's better for you to give more. This is the way I see life, right? In areas that you can give more. So your first impression, you dress up nice, all right? The first date, I'll pay for it, right? It's a few bucks, right? Now, it's... A few bucks? Nowadays, <laughs> it ain't a few bucks. Come on, worm. Uh, that shit's at least the minimum of, a, what, 100 bucks? Yeah, that's true. Even at a dive bar with the pool Damn, table? Yeah, come on. That's oh, fucking out of, that's out of control, man. Very true with that. But I guess what I'm saying is, is I, that's my approach. I'd rather give up front some of it to see where we're at, right? So then say we're on the third date and I've been paying and she doesn't offer, then it starts okay. You but know what, what if, I mean? That, what if she's kinda, not what if she's not employed or in between jobs like they say? Well then that's different, right? Um, now are you in that point, are you doing it because you like her, because she looks good, because you feel bad for her? Like what's the what's the deal? Well, that, that's why in the, the later episodes we talk about soft data. Is you, you have to look at what you've learned and see if, it's, if the potential is there, right? You, you know, is, is she this girl? Is she cute? Does, does she do other things, right? That, Ooh, like that, what? I don't Pacino. know. Cooking clean. Imagine oh, okay, if she makes okay. this <laughs> badass comida you love, right? Arroz con pollo or something, oh, that's papi. Good. Or she, you know, she talks to you in a way that... You feel the love and connection there, right? But that's that's going back to emotional. Yeah, but my point is, you you moving forward, something has you you have to like something, right? I agree. You do you do so, have to like something. So if she's unemployed at the moment. I mean, you're gonna go out and what? You're gonna eat and not and she's not gonna eat. I'm not saying that either, oh. but is she like you said? Is she just unemployed for the moment, or is she? permanently unemployed and just looking for a sugar daddy well that that's the stuff where you get with your homies you know you bring her around you start you, you have to figure that out like like at, we're at an age right where, where we should know a little bit better we can't play stupid all the time or dumb and say 
Well, I didn't know, right? Well, so we, we got to employ what we've learned in the past. We got to, you know, lean to the people we love and trust. True. Right? And then, okay, make the best decision at that moment. I'm going to give it a little bit longer, see what it is, or I'm going to cut it off. Right? And I think when you say you cut it off, it has to be something that you've already decided to do mm-hmm. and stick with it. Not just because the sex is good or because you guys have enjoyable times, whether yeah. it's physical or not physical, are you going to stay with them if it's not something that's working out? Right, right. Yeah. And I think that's where your friends come in and be like, what's going on, bro? Yeah. Stop being a bitch. Yeah. Pull the trigger. Yep. And live with the decision. Yeah, it might not be easy and it's not going to be um, something that's not going to possibly be painful, but... If it's not working out, how, what it, what is it going to look like in the future for both of you? Well, the the probability if you're still hanging around, um, and she's not the one for you, and, and she's not feeling it, then that whole masculinity is going to start playing a role, and then they're going to look at you as a pushover, someone they can just take advantage, and they'll use sweet words like, "Yeah, you know." We have a good time. We do this. You're a good friend. Blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, once you start using the good friends, yeah. uh, that's it's done and over with. They've already made up in mind, their mind in regards to who you, how they feel about you and how they see you. And if you haven't seen that by then and you you're, have this glimmer of hope, you're done. Yeah. They probably either have somebody else or you. they probably just don't see you as anything other than a pushover or a friend. And, and the odds are that it's not going to end well for you. Exactly. Because you spent all the time, energy, and effort when they've already made their mind up a while ago. Yep. And they've told you about it. Huh? You know? Well, you know what? Sometimes they're sneaky. They don't always tell you. They, yeah. they supposedly, they give you subtle hints because they want, they're, you know, they think we're mind readers. So they'll give you subtle hints of what's going on. And somehow you, you're supposed to decipher that shit with some code that they never gave you so good yeah. luck with that but but that's why that soft data and and really paying attention and not being blind is is critical because but what if you're stupid and naive or just well, see, or see, just see, as, as they say pussy whipped but it all boils down that that you have to lay that foundation of your friends and the people you trust see I've done stupid shit before, right? You don't so, say. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> that, that's for another time. <laughs> but when it comes to drinking, I do get a little fucked up. But the idea is what you I've learned. drink worm? <laughs> no, you don't say. <laughs> Just a little, a drop here and there. But the idea is that I, I trust people. And when they say, hey, you're out of line, stop, whatever. So that's helped. So this is kind of the same thing. That, that sometimes we're too deep into it that we can't trust our own instincts. So then we need to rely on somebody go, hey, how am I doing? And if they go, hey, you're fucking up, then you, you got to pull back and go, hey, this is not working out. Well, you that's know? true. And you have to have that trust with somebody to do that. And I think that's what saved myself you know, a couple of times for doing really stupid shit. And it's, it's, it's the same thing you want to use for this. I think as men, it's just in our nature to do stupid shit. There, there's just that's just part of who we are as men. 
we're going to do stupid shit. Yeah, but, but it shouldn't make you do stupid shit that is going to affect not only you, but other people, especially in a relationship. Or, or harm you, you know? Yeah. I yeah. Mean, well, I mean, come on. <laughs> let's, let's be realistic. In, as men, we'll do stupid shit knowing that we're probably going to get hurt. But I think but, but it's, didn't, it's only going to hurt us. But didn't we say we have to learn from shit? Well, yeah, that's so, true. Okay, and we're getting older, so we, we can't be the same stupid idiot when we're in the 20s. Oh, oh come on. You're going to definitely change. You're definitely not going to jump from a roof into the pool anymore. But you might still take a dive from the diving board knowing that you probably can't swim that very well. <laughs> but, you know, you they dared you. You're not going to do it from the roof, but you'll probably still do it from the diving board. Yeah, but you should take out your cell phone or your wallet first, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if, if if you remember, yeah, why not? So if your friend's like, hold on, hold on, let, let me give you a pointer to you. You got to listen. I mean, well, like you said, maybe yeah. learning from your previous mistakes. If you jump from the roof and you had your shit in your in your pocket, yeah. maybe when you jump from the diving board, take your shit out of your pocket. Yeah, take your shoes off at least, you know? Uh, <laughs> I mean, they dry up pretty uh, good. <laughs> But getting back on topic, I, I think you're right. We have to understand what we need um, and who we are and understand that we have support systems that are going to show us right from wrong if we're fucking up or we bring in somebody that's probably not going to be good for us. And here's the problem that I think I've seen is that people say they have support, they have people they can talk to, but they just don't like to hear what they say they don't want to hear the truth and and i think they're emotional and they don't like saying that oh i'm emotional because here's a a a logical way of looking at things you get a peer of people that's going to tell you this is how it is and you still don't listen what does that tell you you're probably hard-headed emotional oh right (laughs) and that hard head is emotional because now you're using the hard head you know verbiage to really hide your feelings to say, I still like this girl because of A and B. And but, then the okay, aftermath if you, if is If you like, have a valid point of why you like this person and they are changing you for the better, mm-hmm. then maybe you should consider it. But if they're changing you for the worse, if you're becoming a worse version of yourself, how is that beneficial? Mm. But there's a thin line between better, right? If 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 you're getting better, betters, betters, <laughs> but then we lose you as a friend. So now there's compromise. Mm. That's where the compromise comes in. Is this person worth you compromising? And we've talked about this yeah. before in previous episodes. Where do you draw the line on compromising, or are they just trying to change you to so that they could take more advantage of you? Because right. there's people that will do that. They will change you just so they could take advantage of you and make you a weaker person. Yeah, that's very true. So that that's why having a good support system that you trust is important. So we have to then understand what we want to be as a man. Alpha. Who we, who we oh, want. Oh, oh, right? Who we want on our side, right? And... Just in general, I'm talking, I, I believe I, I want just basically loyalty, right? Someone I can trust because 
at the end of the day when shit hits the fan, I don't need anybody running to look at the you know my neighbor's grass and go it's fucking greener and longer. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I, I, that's true. I mean, I think everybody wants certain things in a relationship, and if you don't know exactly what you want, you're gonna it's gonna be difficult for you to find somebody that you're going to get along with because like you said if they do are if that if they're that easily distracted Ooh. where they look at your neighbor's yard because they have longer grass and a few rocks the, yeah <laughs> then it, it's going to be difficult for you to stay with that person or if you're the person looking at your at your neighbor's bushes oh. then you know yeah. who are you and well, what are you doing in a relationship and and that's the soft data to say okay maybe it's run its course right the the relationship but the idea is that we do need to be accountable for what we do um the information we're getting the soft data from from her and yourself with the with the relationship yeah because we're getting at that age that, yeah it's, it's good to have it for a couple of years but we're getting older right so if you're looking for that person you do need to now, now with that soft data, understand that assumptions lead to accusations and understand if it's just soft data that isn't factual yeah. and you in, it's an assumption and it leads to an accusation, be accountable for that accusation. Yes. Because now you're accusing somebody of doing something without actually having facts, which oh. I've done on, on several occasions. Um, because I wasn't sure of, of exactly what it was, but at the same time, I was scared to figure out how much I wanted to learn because they do say the more you look, the more you find, and the mm -hmm. more you find, the more, you know, and the more, you know, then either you're going to be the sucker for not doing anything mm -hmm. or you're going to be the person that does something, the alpha. Very true. So yes, the soft data is basically... To, to get that and found, find out facts. And, and I'm not talking about being, creep, being a creeper about it, but the way I like to say it is give them enough rope to hang themselves, right? Jeez, that sounds savage. It, it is, but I think I'm an old soul, right? So, <laughs> it, it, and so the idea is basically if you, if you can then prove enough patterns, right, where you ask them to do something for you, very simple and, and capable, then, all right, there, there, there's a pattern of it. And then, then you can then go, why, why don't you do it? Like, so you're giving them enough rope, enough chances to, to correct it. And if they don't, um, then you go, this was a problem. Even though it's not facts or anything, but the fact is you've had these many times to correct something and you didn't do it, right? Well, like, like let me say, for example, say... Um, I'm going out on a weekend and then I text her or call her and she doesn't pick up. And it's like, Hey, just let me know where you're at. I was just concerned. Or if she goes out the same thing, I'm just curious if you're, you're okay. And there's a pattern of them not answering for two or three days. You know, yeah, that's okay. That, that's soft data right there. Yeah, and, it, and, that's not technically well, soft data. Let, that's more factual because now that so here's here's a thing, women. If we have any women listeners, let's mm -hmm. make it perfectly clear. Men are very simple creatures, but mm -hmm. 
but we're also very we notice a lot of shit we don't say anything mm-hmm. we don't say it because there's no need for us to say it but we do notice one of the things that we do notice is patterns yeah. if a person does something we know that there's a pattern for example like my good buddy worm said if there is a pattern of this individual not replying specifically on the weekends but replying during the week again that is a pattern that is a fact that isn't changed that that's not that's not fictional that happens all the time that's a pattern and that's why at the beginning i want i would call it soft data because it could have been her phone was not charged there's no connection where she was or whatever but after a while second time the third time and then you kind of go hey this kind of bothers me. Can you please change not it? Do that, or yeah, but that pattern still is there. Then I, I don't care if it's fact or not. I just said now I have enough information where you you hung yourself because you could have changed you know, it, done something different, right? Well, I think if she really cared about you, she would have changed it. And so that's enough for me to say this is enough for me to make that decision, right? And that's perfectly understandable because. A lot of the times, women base it off of emotions. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, I feel that you're doing X, Y, and Z. Where guys don't really think that way. Guys try to bring up facts mm-hmm. before they actually do something. And a lot of the times, we don't do it out of fear. Out of fear that we're going to find shit. Out of fear that we're going to do we're gonna do something or say something that is, is probably not going to be the prettiest. <laughs> But it's, again, based a lot of the times we try to base it off facts. And it's it's a collective data that you said, mm-hmm. soft data and patterns that we've seen. And then we start asking actual questions and we come up with actual factual statements that you've brought up to us or you've said to us or that you've mentioned. And all that is, is true data to us. It's like, yeah. why are you doing this? Exactly. It's, it's kind of like... I get to a point where, like, this bothers me. Can you fix it next time? Can you make sure? Like, if you didn't charge your phone, then I'll buy you a, a battery charger, right? Yeah. Like, Simple like, solutions. They, yeah. So th- we like to solve the problem, right? And then if I offer it and you go, no, I don't need it, blah, blah, and it happens again, y- you know what I mean? Uh, but And then typically a girl mentions something you shouldn't do. Oh, well, this, this I, don't, I don't like, you know, I haven't. It, it, they, they they do it in such a way where it's hinting, but they don't come up and actually talk to you and go, this is bothering me. They do that once it's a breaking point or once they want to, they're emotional, right? They're emotional yeah. and, and they're bringing it up to you because by that time they're just pissed off. Yes. They might not have factual data or, or they might not have soft data. They just have uh, an assumption. like And we, like we said, assumptions lead to accusations. Yes. And for us, it, we try to get soft data. We try to get uh, as much data and factual data that we can before. And, and we again, we base it off of several things. Yeah. Um, we base it off of patterns. Right. Because that's the type of people we are. That Men are, are they're visual persons that look at everything and see everything, but don't say anything because they don't need to say anything. Not until it bothers them will they say anything. And when they do say something, a woman mm-hmm. gets bothered. And you know why they get bothered? 
for two reasons. One, because they're not serious about the person, then they don't give two shits about them. Right. Or two, they're probably doing what they're what they're getting accused of doing, so they get offensive. So, so you're throwing down some facts, almost. Oh, come on, man! You, nowadays <laughs> yeah. you gotta do you gotta throw down some facts because as long as we've been to get uh, well, as long as me and you have been yeah. buddies, as long as we've been out dating and seeing shit yeah. and and been in in a in a serious relationships and marriages or even dating relationships. We're too old for this shit. Yeah. If yeah. we're gonna if we're gonna be putting up with this shit, and you're not worth it, or even if you are worth it, why are we putting up with this shit? Yeah. It, yeah. it just leads to frustration when you have to argue about something. I'd rather not argue and yeah. waste my time about that. If you, as women, when they make up their mind about something, no matter what you say, how you say it, when you say <laughs> it, you're not gonna change their mind. Yeah. They've already made up their mind. They've already have accused you have found you guilty and you are the worst of the worst at the time and no matter what you say you're yeah. done so it's why argue with that yeah that's just true. let it go and and i know the listeners out there are thinking well we went from soft data to now facts and what we make more of a fact is that it's the way she responded with the question if she responds in such a way where it, it doesn't give you a feeling of her saying, hey, you might be right, or let me just change it because you're asking me if they're fighting you. That's a nice little you know, fact that they don't want to change. And, and here's a secret. When they say this is how I am and this is how I always been, anyone could say that. So if you want to change, you'll change for somebody. If you don't, then you won't. Right. Or just if they put the effort and go, look, I'm going to attempt to do it. I'm going to do this differently and maybe meet us halfway. Then that's good. Right. And, and that's important because that's the, the, the data that we're looking for, because if not, we'll go down the road and we'll be suckers. So this is very important for you guys to understand that all this information is you just accumulate it and then you kind of bounce it back and forth with buddies and you would keep learning. And this is the idea of this podcast is to keep learning. I agree that this podcast is, is for men. And if women want to listen to it, get, get ideas or, or figure out how men think that's great too. But this is for men that have been out on the dating scene that sort of know a little bit, of what's going on. And we're not claiming that we know women because we don't. Oh. They're just, you guys, women are just so complicated sometimes that no matter how much you want to no. think that you know them, you, you're, they'll surprise you and they'll find a way to make sure that you don't understand them. Yes. But we know enough to know that it's not worth arguing. It's not worth arguing with them if they've already made up their mind. Yeah. If they've made up their mind, let them be. You're, all you're going to do is it's going to lead to an argument that's not going to be worth your time, your effort, or just being there. So what we're trying to get at is this. We understand that there's plenty of options out there for us, for men and for women. We're just trying to narrow down what you're looking for so that you don't have to make some of the mistakes that we've made. Mm -hmm. We consider ourselves to some of the people out there 
as little as bigger brothers or as mentors if you may so that they go through a transition of divorce or separation um, a little bit smoother and understand that life isn't over it continues and although you went through a difficult stage in your life a difficult chapter yeah. it doesn't mean that it's over and it doesn't mean that know. it's going to get any easier for you to date but it's mm -hmm. doable and my good yeah. buddy worm has done it i'm doing it and we're learning from it and that's these are the experiences that we're learning from it oh, and, yeah. and i know we don't talk about all the experiences all the time but some of the experiences that we had in, in previous dating relationships, he did talk about it in, in regards to dating yeah. and how it goes with pain and stuff like that. For me, the times that I've dated, I have been the alpha. I have paid and I have done my due diligence in trying to be the gentleman opening doors, closing doors, trying to be that gentleman. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, having a, a woman walk on my left side away from the street that for me is good because that's how I was raised. That's mm -hmm. the proper etiquette that you're supposed to do. And if men, you don't know what that means. It means that if you have your woman on the right side of you while you guys are walking down the street, you're selling her. But if you have her on the left side, that means that you're protecting her, protecting her not only from vehicles passing by, but from other people that are passing by and, and see, oh, yeah, that, that guy is with that woman because yeah. she has her on the left side. But that's just proper etiquette for men. And if you guys don't know simple things like that, maybe you guys should start looking into how men, alpha men, treat women. Yes. Now, have I had people pay for my lunch or my dinner or, or a drink? Yeah, I've oh, had yeah. that before. It feels good. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. It, it, it's a true blessing to say, hey, you know, somebody paid for my drink or my oh, lunch yeah. or, my, or my dinner. Um, now, is that something that I want all the time? No. Now, do I... For me personally, what do I want? You know, I, I want somebody that I'm going to be financially stable with. Right. Because if I'm bringing stability, financial stability to a relationship, then I would like somebody to bring financial stability. Now, I know the consequences are we're not going to see as much of each other. But when we do spend time with each other, it's going to make it that much more valuable. Right. And I think having that financial responsibility for both of us mm -hmm. will allow us to go on, on trips, Small trips, long trips, it doesn't matter. Right. But those trips are going to be more valuable because it's not the money that you're bringing into it. It's the time that now you're spending with them. Right, yes. And that's kind of the idea. It's how do you see yourself with your partner in, in the moments, right? Going to concerts, uh, movies, um, you, you know, going you know to Cabo or something right and and that's what you kind of start wanting defining because where where is your happiness going to be you know i i could be happy here drinking a beer doing this podcast is same thing and being in, in in Cabo with friends right exactly but what i do notice and what i do enjoy is i have a better time with other people there with my friends so having that other person there kind of adds to it that's why they need to make sure they're going to be okay with my friends because I plan to make a trip with my friends. And if I don't do the due diligence to bring her around, she might not feel as comfortable. Yeah. You see, because I do then want to go where we all go and go to Cancun or whatever. And she's there, right? Because now that adds to the whole experience. And I agree because you, you're, you're just bringing her into your, into your safe zone, to your family, to your friends. 
Mm-hmm. And you know that they're not going to treat her bad and they're going to tell you the truth in regards to how you are acting in front of her. And that should be a compliment to her because they're yeah. not going to let you act not like worm. They're going right. to make you act like worm so that she gets to see who the real you is and make a, a proper evaluation of who you are and if that's somebody she wants to move forward with. Just like I'm pretty sure if she were to... Well, I don't know if women are like that, but I would hope that women would be like that where they would take us around their friends so that the friends could sort of push them to be the real them. So that as us, as men, in the dating relationship could see who the real her is and figure out is that somebody you want to move forward with. And that's the whole thing of being an alpha, right? You have to see her. If it's just you and her going out, then... You know, kind of say, hey, let's hang out with your mom. Let's hang out with your brother. You're the people that you see that surrounds her life, right? Because that's who you're going to be bringing in at one point. Well, and you got to be okay with that, too. And let's, right? let's be honest. There's some people, some women out there and men that mm-hmm. don't have a large family. Maybe they're single, single children, uh, and they may just have one parent or may not have parents here in the U.S. or, or, in, or in Cali, and they're out of state. You know, it sort of makes it harder. So their true family is maybe the friends that surround them. So bringing them, them bringing you around them might be their their way of saying, hey, you know, this is my family. Oh. So we have to be understanding about that, too. Oh, yeah. That, and that's kind of what I was trying to mean by being the alpha is, is you, you have to identify what her circle is. Because then people have multiple circles. That's people true. People only have that, one that's circle. That's a better right? way to putting it. And you have a circle of what friends. What circle are you bringing them to? Yeah, and and you're, you you want to know all the circles because at the end of the day, you're you're gonna one one way or another come across them. Yeah, and I think that's important to figure out who, like you said, what circle of friends or family do they have? Yes. Identifying them and and what's their value? And you know, for us as men, we have to be understanding of what our value is what value do we bring to ourselves what value do we bring to a relationship what value do we bring to another person yes those values right and that's why it comes down if you follow who you want to be then it's going to be easy because you don't have to change them right and so I, i started off with saying an alpha male right but you can tweak it do your own version of it. No, no, that sounds like a little bitch movie. I stay. We'll stick with alpha male. Alpha male. Yeah, the yeah. alpha male. Stop being a little bitch. Damn, dude. You see. <laughs> so the idea is be yourself, but always keep improving, and then see yourself where you want to be, and get a girl that's similar, right? That that just puts effort in the areas that are important to you, right? Like you come home, and and if you have the house clean, you want to clean, get one like that. Because if not, you're going to be fighting over the little things. Exactly. It's going right. to be difficult. But know your foundation, like you said. Have have an understanding of who you are, what your value is, and what you're bringing to a relationship. And who the person is that you're, bring, you're bringing into your life. But I think most importantly, it has to be overall somebody that is you're both going to make happy. It's, you're going to make that person happy, and they're going to make you happy. And understand what dynamics they're playing because Mm -hmm. no matter what dynamics are playing, there's going to be consequences. Like we mentioned earlier, if you're looking for somebody that's going to be good looking, young, cute, and doesn't have a job, the consequences you're going to be paying. You're going to be paying for everything. The consequence of you having somebody financially stable 
and that you guys both have great careers and jobs is that probably you're probably not going to be seeing each other every day but you're going to have to value each other a little bit more so there's there's consequences there are pros and cons to everything yeah understand what they are so that once you get into another relationship whether it's a marriage or you're moving in with somebody you know what 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 to expect right and and one thing that i've learned that i i truly enjoy with another woman is less drama like you know we all fuck up we're sometimes late i don't try to be late but once in a while i might be late um things might not go go according to plan but the whole idea is to minimize that drama especially over stupid shit right because i got to a point where i don't want to be with hanging around with somebody and all i hear is complaining you know and that's one thing i I do look into a girl where it's just you know shit happens life goes sideways sometimes and now let's make the best out of it i think you you waste too much time arguing and complaining Mm -hmm. and for me personally i i don't know about you big worm but for me personally going through that that drama that that arguing, that fighting, it's just not worth it for me anymore. I've, I've learned that as the older I get, the less I want to deal with it. So if yeah. somebody wants to argue with me, I just try to walk away from them because honestly, it's not worth it. And it's like arguing with a drunk person. <laughs> You're never going to make them understand because they've already made up their mind in their head. Their drunken head, they've already made up their mind of what actually happened when that's not even remotely close of what happened, but yes. they've already made up their mind. So there's no arguing, rhyme or reasoning with them, nothing. Yes. And that's that's the way arguments are. Unless you both are level-headed and actually talk it out, it's going to be an argument that is going to be one-sided. Mm. And, and it's important to understand, like, we use these words interchangeably, like discussion and arguing. They're totally different. To, to discuss, you, you have to have two people willing to want to understand the other person's point of view and, and trying to learn from it. Once we go into an argument, it's just basically someone is, I have my ways and I'm emotional and I'm angry. And they're trying to convince you something that they know it's not what you want to do, but they're just trying to convince you. And they do it out of yelling and stuff. I've had conversations with my buddy and it's completely fine. We can talk about religion about about all this kind of crap we've, no one we've, gets we've mad argue with them and and had some yelling matches but as men i think it's different only because we know that at, at the end of the night we're probably gonna have a drink and be okay with it we, and not give two shits about it and even if we're drunk we sort of know that the argument isn't going to go anywhere and it's more yeah. of a yelling ma- uh, yelling match there that it's, it's more for entertainment. Yeah, yeah. It's it's <laughs> it's more than anything. It's entertainment value. That's all it is. It's nothing serious. Like we have two friends that go at it all the time, and you yeah. know, Mister Awakate, you know, yeah. you know who your you who your rival is, and you guys are always oh. arguing. But you guys are like the best of friends. Yep, that is very true, and and it's just it, it makes the night the night different. They argue, and it's just you know, having fun. And with girls, I don't think fun factor, factors in into that. No, no. Yeah. When you argue with a woman, it's it's a different argument. They, they take it more serious. They don't let go. <sighs> oh, maybe, huh? They're, they're, they like to bring up old shit. Yeah, but they don't, that's the, yeah, they don't let go they, of shit. They, they just, what do you call those? Yeah. Oh. Those, those people that like to uh, <laughs> fucking excavate 
and oh. fucking dig up the past? Women? Are, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> a oh. lot of, I think they're archaeologists, oh. but <laughs> a lot of them are women. And most archaeologists, right? Yeah, I women. Yeah, I think yeah. they're they're women. <laughs> they know how to find yeah. the old shit. <laughs> yeah, they know how to bring up the old shit and and show you. Hey, look, this is what you did three years, two days ago, yes. and five hours. And you're like, I thought we buried that. You know, that was the reason for burying it. And you had to dig it out. Half of the shit I don't even remember. <laughs> but, you know, it, it is what it is. You oh. got to fucking just go with it. And either you're going to argue with them or you're going to just be mm-hmm. like, okay, I'll let you talk. And once you're done, I'm going to walk away. And and that's why, to me, when I hear I'm a bad bitch, <laughs> right? It To me, it's already a turnoff because it means I have to be fighting with you all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then they say, well, you got to handle me. And it's like, dude, you. Why? You do that enough in real life with shit, right? And yeah. You, you have to come home and. Handle you too? Like what? Say, and, yeah. So, I mean, uh, and let's. I would. I would. I want to hear your opinion on this. What value do they bring? These boss bitches. These bad bitches. Mm, in, in the way I look at my relationships. Um. Very little because what I know, and it's, of course, not factual, but if a woman technically makes money, right, it seems like she wants to go with someone that makes equal or more, right? If a man makes a lot of money, he can date a girl from McDonald's or whatever, right? Like, you could date a girl that's not making anything or making something, so there, there is different perspectives there, So the reason I I point that out, because typically what it seems is, if you're not to their level or more, they're not going to even talk to you. And if you are, then you both have money. So money is kind of out of the question. It, that money doesn't come. So then what else do I want in a relationship? Exactly. Well, I want her to cook, to be affectionate, to be loyal, to have a, a small body count, right? And But the consequences there is if, they, if they're making just as much as you or more or vice versa, the consequences... They're always working. Well, it, it, and that's the the other point to it. But if they can't even just in general provide the basic things that I want, what's the point? And and that's where we go into household values. Right. Where who does what? Like you mentioned, is it the job of the woman to cook? Mm-hmm. Is it the job of the man to bring home the bacon? What if both of them are bringing home the bacon? Then whose job is it to do what when you get to the household? If you have that much bacon, you better have a butler or a fucking cook at home, right? Yeah, but for what? I, I get it. I, but that's... Bringing, bringing people together, having a household together, isn't about having a butler. Isn't about having somebody else come in and cook or clean. It's about you doing those things with them. Being able to share a household is going to make a household. Because if you are too busy making the money and not being able to hold a household, then what value are you bringing as a husband or a wife? Well, I think now you're kind of talking, if you're making a lot of money, it means you don't have a lot of time. So in theory, you, you can't do both. So either you have to tailor down the money and do the cleaning and cooking at home, and you both are at that level, or one of them is higher, and you're not going to see them that often either. I, I, I think you're, you're missing... The point here, the point is that having a household isn't just one person or another. It's between two people that you spend time with and make even bigger difficult decisions because now you have to figure out who's going to wash, who's going to who's going to clean, who's going to do what, and that's just going to bring 
valuable time for you and them together to figure out who you are because you making the money all the time, that's going to stop. When you're older, when you retire, then what happens? You're going to have to live in that household with that person and you're going to have to figure out breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Who's going to clean? Who's going to who's going to wash? Who's going to do what? And those valuable things, although seem minute right now, make you a better person because you have to figure that out between you, forcing you to communicate, forcing you to put emotions to the side, forcing you to, to put the hierarchy to the side because there is no I am higher than you, you are lower than me. It's equal are, value. Are you a feminist? Not at all. <laughs> uh, it. But this, you, you kind of exactly pointed out what I was trying to say, like at the beginning is you, you got to think about all those things. You do. Because, because if you're going to be 100% making all this dough, you might not have time for all this little bullshit, right? I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm just saying it's define what you want out of the relationship. Yeah. No, understand your, how much money you can make, right? True. See, because a lot of people hear these YouTubers and they make millions of dollars and they they're and they're like, you can do it too. If everybody made a million dollars, there wouldn't be enough money to go around. Exactly. Right? There's going to be ranges. So the idea is, yeah, go out there, improve yourself, make yourself better. And, and, and yeah, go after a lot of money. But once you get to that point where you're at, then when you find that person, then hopefully you go, hey, I'm going to buy my house. I have enough money. I'm going to invest so that in the future... We still can go do things, but yes, you might have to wash the dishes. You might have to do this, but hopefully you're already discussing that and getting a, a, a sense of that. Does, do they do that already? That's kind of the soft data. It's like you look at her house or where she lives. Does it look kind of clean already? Right. And, and, and if it, if it looks like a guy's, you know, bachelor party <laughs> when he's in his twenties, then you're trying to change her. Exactly. Right? That's not what you want then. Right. See, you're describing someone that has what some people would like domestic value, right? They're domesticated. I, I think it's not, for me, it's not the domestication like that. To me, it's more as you're you're bringing somebody into your household or you're, co- you're going into somebody's household. No. So you're, you're actually trying to figure out, like you said, trying to figure out your value, trying to figure out their value, trying to figure out who you are and trying to figure out who they are. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying to say is once you start figuring those things out, it's not just for that day. It, it's for several months, several or weeks, several ever. years. <laughs> and what's going to happen is that you're going to have to make time because you're not going to work all the time. I mean, out of the seven days a week, you're not going to work seven days a week. You might work one or two days. I mean, you might be off one or two days. Maybe she might be the same days off, or maybe she not. She yeah. may not. But again, and in the household, who are you? What value do you hold? And I okay. think that that should be in, in a different topic. But once you guys are decide to live together, what values do you guys hold in that household? Well, it, and you're right. But I guess what I'm saying is this is like even pre that. Yeah, right. it is. And, the, and I'm, so... I'm moving way up ahead so so what i mean by that is if you already see tendency of her not being neat and that's something that you value yeah i agree right then then later once you're into it and you don't be surprised that the household is a mess and you're gonna be like yeah let's say today you clean and tomorrow i clean and she doesn't do it i'll be like compadre like come on come on come on jp like you didn't listen to that soft data you you didn't hear me talking shit all these years (laughs) You, you know and it's because that's, remember, don't be blind, right? Yeah. 
Don't be blind. So so then we're at that age where the the women that we're seeking are older and and they do have now tendencies. They like do. We do. We do. Right? I might not be as clean as as that other person. So that can be a conflict, right? It um, is. So that's kind of what I'm telling you that that soft data not being blind early on is going to eliminate some of those hard headaches. That is very true. Right? And that person, if they're usually domesticated by themselves, now you just say, hey, split that work. I think they're going to be okay with it. Now, if they're not domesticated and now you're saying, hey, I do all the cleaning and all this, but now I want you to do half. I think it's going to be a little harder. I agree. I'm assuming, right? No, I I, I agree. Like you said, if we already have our tendencies of what we do and how we do it, it's going to be hard to change them, especially at our age. I mean, if it's somebody younger, probably it'd yeah. be a little bit easier. But again, even if you find somebody younger, what what are the consequences? You're paying for everything. Making them stay home and say, hey, you're going to be taking care of the household. That is your job. And, yeah. I'm, and I'm taking care of everything else. At that point, what you have to do is, I think the word I'm looking for is if they're pliable or if they're willing to learn from what you're telling them. There's a better word out there that I can't fucking think about it right now. But pretty much is when they're younger, they they, they haven't they don't have their tendency. So most likely that you can set that tone early on on how you like things. And, and hopefully they're okay with it, right? Yeah, That's but- what you're... And the way you keep them that way is, A, you're the provider bringing the money. And they stay home and then just take care of what you need. The house, the kids, the, you know... All that fun stuff. Yeah, but like I mentioned, we're not young chickens. We're not young gallos. So it's going to be harder for us to bring in a young chick to bring in and say, hey. Maybe you go to Mexico and you find one. Oh, yeah, I know. I don't know. Maybe. I'm just saying, the possibility is not that that, that far-fetched. It's not. So so you go to the, the homie's fucking hometown and all of a sudden, you see this little, you know, twenty-something-year-old, and she thinks you're the shit. I don't know why, but she does, and you fall in love with that shit. But what happens is if she, she cooks if really she, well? Is she I'm only late. looking for papers at that time? Huh? Is she only looking for papers, or is she actually in love, or what? am I just being emotional? I mean, there there has to be a backstory to that shit. It just can't be like, oh, I went to the hometown, I saw her, and we got married. Well, hopefully you've been listening to the podcast and know the soft data and you talk to homies and you've done your due diligence and hopefully you didn't go there blind and with a, you know, yeah, a Woody I, and you go, oh, I'm in love now. Yeah, that's true. That yeah, That's true. That's the whole that, reason for the podcast. Yeah, but that, that's my whole point is that, you, you know, you can't now just tell me, oh, I'm dumb. I'm this old and oh, no. That's There's true. some responsibility. If, if you then bring her over here, give her a green card, and then she takes off, I'll be like, Told you. Ah, you, 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 you gambled big on that one. <laughs> you get no chicken dinner tonight, homie. You fucked up. <laughs> so I think to end the podcast, because we've made it long enough, um, I agree. Stop being blind to uh, emotions and physical uh, attractions because when you once all that fades out or once all that is gone, what's left over? Yeah, and, and, and I know. Like, look for something that attracts you, right? But it, it it shouldn't be the the number one thing. You know, get some attraction there. Get get other things that you value that they would have. Um, and like for me, it's like man, nowadays is minimizing 
you know that extra bullshit that extra drama that we have um just kind of focus on on the now and, and living it and then if one makes sense hopefully the other person listens this is kind of what i want you know yeah because I've been through some where I'm making sense. And it's like, you're smarter than me. You're older than me. And it makes sense. Like, how is it that you're not doing it? Yeah. And you know what that tells me is that that person's more emotional than anything else. Yeah. And so what happens is you got to get a girl. You know, most girls come from emotion. But one that has enough knowledge sense to go, hey, what they're saying is correct. And I'm not going to use my emotions to not listen. Exactly. I think. You should you start using some of the facts mm-hmm. that you have. Attraction is, is great. I'm not trying to diminish that. Attraction might be one of the key things out there, but it shouldn't be the only key thing. Yeah. And like Once when, you get to know them, yeah. figure out, go go down that list of foundations that you have and figure out, is this the person that's going to be suitable for you or vice versa? And, and one of my top three lists is three or four is the sex has to be good. Like I have to enjoy it with, with that person. Doesn't mean it gets super kinky or anything. It just have to. I mean, it sounds like you fucking get kinky, you motherfucker. But anyways, Hell yeah, that that's neither here or there. I think that would be. I think maybe we should do a topic just on sex, Ooh. but we should bring somebody in. We should bring a female. A female would a be female good. in, so we could talk just about sexual. Um, how would you say it? Um, we'll say sexual tendencies. No, uh, sexual. Um, how do favors, you sexual. What mm. I, I don't know. It's se- sexual companionship, sexual compatibility. compatibility, sexual compatibility. Man, that, yeah. that I think that would be a, a good topic to talk with a woman. Yeah. Let's, so let, yeah. let's try to figure out if we could bring a woman and and see if we have sexual compatibility with females or vice versa. If if a female has a sexual compatibility whoa, whoa. with a, a male. Yes. All right. Well, we'll see you next time. See you next time. See you All next right, time, guys. Have a good night. Bye.